it's another one of these. We did it. <laughs> or we're doing it. We're here. We're doing it. Hello. And if you're hearing this, we did it. If you're hearing this. As, as of this recording, we have not yet done it. But if you're hearing this, that happened. means we did it. We're doing it. Yeah. It's doing it. We will have done it, Joe. <laughs> so maybe this is the first time you've ever... <laughs> Your microphone is... Wait. What? What happened? At you. <laughs> Raise up the thing. You what do you mean? You pointed at you in a, in a strange way. I do? Yeah. There. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a little under your mouth. Oh. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's better. I'm drunk with power. Drunk with power? Because it's under me. Oh, sure. It's my underling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm Janie Haddad Thompson. It's like you're in charge of your legs because they're below your head. Yes. I get to be the boss of something. And the ground? Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and what is Wait, your... wait, wait. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know about this one. I don't know. No. <laughs> Welcome I almost to feel like we have to. The, we for, we'll say welcome to stay of Homekins. Welcome. We don't just jump right into names. Oh, okay. I know it's been it's been a while. We're out of practice. We're a once a goddamn month podcast. Welcome to stay of Homekins. This is an after dinner podcast. We just had our dinner. Literally, we're not we're not kidding about that. Yeah, we definitely just had our dinner. That's not like a boast. An idle boast. No, this is like you're here with us on our date. This is our date. Yeah, doesn't it sound fun? Our home date. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm Janie Hannah Tompkins. I said it earlier. Sorry, I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm an actor. <laughs> I guess. <What? laughs> I'm, I'm having. Com- <laughs> I'm a comedian. Having career existentialism. <laughs> Um, Not in the intro. Uh, damn it. Okay. Welcome to Stay of Homekins. My Together. name is Paul F. Tompkins. Um, uh, he's a comedian? No. <laughs> Fuck. I Welcome wanted to say to your st- thing because I felt more confident I know, about your we thing. Do. Sometimes but we I do. But I felt that. more confident about your thing. I understand. I understand. You're making me face but my demons. St- we're, we're, we have to do, it's like a back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Where we're saying, yeah. Okay. Welcome to Stay of Homekins. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. She's an actress. He's a comedian. We're a married couple living in Los Angeles, and this is our after-dinner podcast. We do it once a month. We eat dinner once a month. We only eat dinner <laughs> once a month. We did... We're on a very strict diet, and you can't feed us <laughs> peanuts, or else we'll get sick. <laughs> we, um, we did release, however, a watch-along. Yeah. This this past cycle, <laughs> and with the new on the new death on the Nile. In case you didn't see our updates, that's when we had COVID, right? We yeah. That. So spoiler alert, guys, we got COVID. Some yep. people might not know. They might not follow our socials. They might not listen to the watch alongs. We didn't have it last time we talked to you, but no. we had it then, and now we don't have it anymore. You know what's funny though? Um, I think we uh, were had been exposed. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? When we did our last episode, that it 
because we would have recorded it on a Friday night, so like we do. Of May? Yeah, I think I was exposed on the tenth. Hmm. So if that Friday we recorded the on the fifteenth right or whatever, then um, we had been exposed and we didn't know it. We didn't know it. That's that's the thing is that you don't know immediately when you're exposed. No, and and um, <clears throat> and this f- fun little fact about Omicron strain. <laughs> There's um, delayed positives. Yeah. Delayed positives. You know that tool we're supposed to be using, the frequent testing, to like, you know, not give it to other people? Not with this strain, because it's a delayed positive. We Did, did we do a, an early record? An early record? Um, like Like before Friday. Oh, like we, uh, like we had to record it on Thursday that week, and then yeah, we put. It, oh, yeah, we find. did, we did, we did. I think you're right. I can't find it. When did we do it? You're. Are you looking at our calendar? Are you looking in your podcast? Oh, I'm looking at the clouds. Yes, I'm looking <laughs> at our calendar. <clears throat> um, we recorded on the 12th, and we posted it on the 13th. I was exposed on the 10th. <laughs> 10th or 11th in there. I yeah. think it was the 10th. Yeah, we'd been exposed and we had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had to do it because we had so much going on on the 13th. That's right. And then we didn't anymore. <laughs> well, you were well, going we to the Philly. Yeah, you I had went, the Phillies. Yeah, we still had that whole weekend of being around people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We did talk about our COVID. We we guessed it on the I'm Sorry podcast on That's Lemonada right. Right. Media. We I'm appeared, a fan of that podcast. We appeared and, together on that podcast. It was and a lot of fun. Um, we, it was during our COVID isolation. And we did talk a little bit about our COVID experience. Yes. So I don't want to totally like double, you know, repeat in case. No, we don't have to, to get into granular details. Safe to say <laughs> we got COVID. And it sucked. We got off very easy compared to, to what could have happened. Of course, we were vaccinated and boosted. We feel, you know, thankful about that. Um, but I say when people are like, "Oh, I had a mild case," I would have not. I I had kind. Of, I had a medium case. Yeah, you did. I didn't have severe. Like I didn't have to be hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Is severe like hospitalized? I would say if you're in the hospital, that's severe. <laughs> I had medium COVID. You had mild COVID. Yeah. Mine mostly felt like a cold. I had a fever for like a half hour that I didn't even feel. Yeah. I don't. Well, you had one more booster than me and you mixed and matched. Yeah, it was fun. You mixed and matched. Uh, They showed me the, for the (laughs) second booster, they showed me the menu and I was like, what do you, what are people saying about Moderna? You did the suicide uh, ma- <laughs> yeah. vaccine. Throw, throw a Johnson and Johnson in there. <laughs> you too. were like, I have one of each, <laughs> all in one <laughs> glass. <laughs> and then I bought vaccines for the whole pharmacy. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I wasn't like eligible yet for my um, second booster. So mine was like back in the fall. So I basically had like nothing because <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, you, you know, I had these three Pfizer's, and they're like basically like you had water. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, so so we had an interesting experience with that. Mm-hmm. We had to, like, 
isolate from one another for yeah. like a few days because there was sort of like a minute where you were like, maybe I won't get it. Yeah, because first you felt sick and before you got the positive, you stayed in the I, other room. Yeah, because I was testing negative like so much. Yeah. We pulled we pulled the couch out and got you all set up. And then um, I was thinking, <sighs> maybe I won't get it. Yeah. Because that happens. There's, pe- there's people that live in the same household that yes. don't necessarily get it from each other. But the thing was, I had like, I had the worst sore throat of my life and I couldn't speak. I, I mean, I could speak. That was, that sounds like, Oh, she could speak folks. <laughs> it sounds really dramatic. What, what I mean was, <laughs> but I, when I spoke, I sounded like Harvey Firestein mm-hmm. or like Tom Waits or something like it was, and it was painful and I was like in so much pain mm-hmm. and I just, I, I thought, well, if it's COVID, certainly this test will show positive because I'm so symptomatic with something, Yeah, you know? And I was like, well, I better get, I, I got to go to the clinic and get tested for strep because mm-hmm. I'm in so much pain. I, I need like penicillin or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I go to the clinic and they test for strep and... Now you went to the doctor and PCR. I went to the mountain. We split up. <laughs> and uh, I, I, now I'm like blanking on the lyrics. God damn it. Like I know every word of that song, by the way, just based on like my generation. I'm trying to tell you something about my life. Like, that is like, that song is such a mood enhancing mm-hmm. song. Absolutely. I can't like, whatever. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> I love the Indigo Girls. Sorry. Okay. So anyway, so I was like, uh, so they like tested me, gave me PCR, gave me strep. Y'all, it all came back negative. It all came back negative. And I was like, you know, she gave me Z-Pack in case my strep, you know, blew up the, 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 the charts. charts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, in so case I, your strep climbed the charts to number one. So I was hanging onto the Z-Pack, but she was like, you better isolate from your husband until your PCR comes back. Mm-hmm. So we did. Yeah. We did the isolate, you know, and, uh, and it came back negative and I'm like, well, I guess we can be around each other. And, um, so I took some of the, Z- I started the Z pack and then I immediately threw up. <laughs> like <laughs> it made me so sick. I started like throwing, but and at, by this point, like I had a fever I was in pain. I couldn't speak. I'm like, I was like achy. Like it was terrible. And I'm like, I'm just going to test with this free government rapid test one more time because I was perplexed. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, something's up. Oh, hi, cuckoo. Early cuckoo. Early cuckoo. Early cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Cuckoo's right on time. Oh, you mean early in the episode? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. I thought you meant like cuckoo. It's five of. What are you doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> so then, um, I took the rapid, and like as soon as the solution touched the panel, the window panel where you can tell, like it didn't even like saturate the entire panel. <laughs> 
it was like glaringly mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And you were like, Could it have bring been any more COVID? <laughs> and you were like bringing me some water from, mm-hmm. and I was like, get out. Yeah. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you got to get out. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm like texting. I'm like, it's fucking COVID. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, yeah, so there, that was that. <laughs> so then I had a couple of days where I was not testing positive. But the next day you said your throat was scratchy yes. and I was like, oh, it's done. I know. But I was thinking, I, knew, I was like, he's done. Maybe I'll squeak by because I wasn't testing positive. And then it finally happened. I was so mad. It's delayed test. It's the, it's the phenomenon of Omicron I delayed know, testing. I I'm just, I was just so it mad. It was upsetting because I, so I wanted you. I my streak. Well, and also like I wanted you, like even if you had like a mild something, like yeah. it, I wanted it to like pass. Like it was like your antibodies were ramping up and mm. it like killed it. But I was like, no, because everyone's getting it through the yeah. boosters even. Yeah, like, yeah. Cause the booster, all of the tools, all of the existing tools were designed around Delta. Mm-hmm. Including Paxlovid, which people take, which is like an antiviral. Yes, which I'm glad sure. we didn't do that. Yeah, I mean, mm, I was like a little on. The, I mean, when I te- and then I like texted the doctor, like because I got my negative PCR, and I was like, I just want you to know, I tested positive on a rapid. Mm-hmm. Can I have some Paxlovid? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, You're like three days in. Like your symptoms have already peaked. If you can mm-hmm. just like put, and I was like. God, she's right, you know? Because the fear with Paxlovid is that you'll get it again. Rebound. You get rebound COVID, which I did not want to get. Well, I didn't want... Well, you had shows in Portland. So if you'd gotten rebound, it would have, like, canceled your... And then you got, like, booked on Miracle Workers again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I was allowed to... You're allowed to say that, right? I guess. They didn't tell you not to. They want you to push... They they want you to promote it. Paul's in the new season of Miracle Workers. Watch it. I did another episode. They were nice enough to have me back. Yeah. I have no idea when it will air. Yeah. Anyways, so I was like, this will mess him up if you get it rebound. Plus, also, like, you didn't need... I mean, yes, we were knocked off, like, our rhythms... For the about schedules, yeah, yeah for, I had to cancel the show for two weeks. You had to sucked. cancel Variotopia because yeah. you did not test negative quite yet, and you can't be yeah. maskless. That's the thing. Even if you're like, oh, I'm testing uh, negative ten days out, you don't want to be maskless. I think in front of like two hundred people. The you know? day of, I was still testing positive. You were, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and yeah. I had to, but I had to make the call a few days before because it was like I just don't think it's going to be because people I'm had to be get there, there in time. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was the right call, though. I, yes, I'm very glad because I did you that. did test. Uh, you did that was like your final day of testing positive. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So like you can't really be around people until you're fully until unless you're fully masked. Yeah. On the you know yeah in, indoors like that. I mean that's that would have been right. I mean like someone would have got. I mean whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway. That's our story. <laughs> That's our COVID story. Isn't that, uh, and, and you know, and I'm not complaining that I had, you know, a harsher time of it because I do feel, you know, lucky. Mm-hmm. Did you like when I was waiting on you when you were in the <laughs> guest room? Okay. For three nights when we were isolated, I was like, I was in COVID jail. Like Paul had the run of the house and I was in the. Other room. Yes, she was, she so, was confined to room. 
I was <laughs> confined to room. And so like, basically if I needed anything, I had to be like texting him. <laughs> I want this. I want this and stuff. And then he would leave it outside my door. Yeah. We'll put a little table, a little <laughs> folding table outside the door. So then I would put the thing on the table and then I would knock twice on the door. <laughs> It was like the mornings were the worst because I was like up early with mm-hmm. discomfort and every and plus I just like get up before you anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I need things but you're asleep. <laughs> and so like I was like on the third day like I ran out and got things and then I like texted That's why I got cooked. <laughs> No, you already have. <laughs> and then I was like, you, I was like, disinfect all the surfaces mm-hmm. in the kitchen because mm-hmm. I touched the coffee pot. I touched the, yeah. water, you know, like whatever. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like my favorite being, I like that you were taking care of me. Like I appreciated it was that. Fun. I like taking care of you. It was fun. <laughs> it was like you had a little pet. <laughs> it was like you had a little pet inside a little inside a little, a little pet that I couldn't see. A little cave. You couldn't pet me. You I couldn't. leave the stuff out for a creature in the woods. And then I come and I eat it and the for the plates just crumbs. It's just like little crumbs. Uh people that we knew were very nice. Oh, people yeah. sent us stuff. But so many people sent us stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout we were out drowning to in soup. Joel soup. shout out to Joel Spence. Shout out to Leonora Pitts. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jordan Katz. Shout out to Jordan Katz. Shout out to Lauren Lapkus and Mike Castle. Yeah, that's right. They like, and then a million other people that I can't name everyone uh, asked if we needed yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what was hilarious was the day before I came down with it, I had just gotten a bunch of food that I was planning to cook mm-hmm. and prepare. Yeah. And then I got super sick. And essentially, like, had to deal with, like, the produce that I didn't want it to. I didn't want, you know, mm-hmm. you know when you buy the produce. Pro, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so now I have, um, so I have been, like, in a post-COVID hay fever situation. I don't think it's medium COVID. I don't think it's long COVID. It's, like, it's literally just, like, my allergies are, like, now. Yeah. I'm in a, like, weakened place, and I got really bad hay fever. So I've been on 48 hours of pseudoephedrine and (laughs) like to the point where I'm like, I think Judd Apatow could make a documentary about me now because (laughs) my 48 hour like pseudoephed bender. bender. Cause like I watched the George Carlin documentary, which I really liked a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot. Like he was cool. I didn't know, like, hardly a lot. I mean, like, I knew some mm-hmm. about him as a as a comedian, yeah. but I didn't know anything about him as an artist. And that I thought it was like, anyway, mm-hmm. it was like his whole evolution of like finding his authenticity yeah. was fucking rad. Yeah. Like, anyway, there was like one. He had some substance stuff. And there was like a full six days where he was on Coke. And I'm like, that was me. Two full days on pseudo. I mean, like, <laughs> like if I, like, he, they well, could, he could the, have my voice. What are the similarities? <laughs> Other than just being drugged. 
just how it I was tortured on it. Like I was tortured. <laughs> I mean, I had like panic and anxiety. You were like, very anxious. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I don't think it was good for me other than You were anxious did. in a way that I'd never seen before. I don't think. Even when I had that panic attack in New York City. No, in you're anxious in a way that I'd seen once before. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was different because I was it wasn't being fueled by the Sudafed. Yeah. yeah. But like I think it was good that I did it even though it was unpleasant because I think I was able to fight off sinusitis cuz I did like I kept I kept doing netty like I just mm-hmm. did everything. Yeah. This is the most Is this the most boring stay at home? I feel like It's got to be up there. You've got to like Honey, I don't want to like cut you off. Like we came out of it okay. I'm tired all the time. And yet I keep having to do things. I we were told that we were supposed to take things slower. Yeah. After we got over COVID, but you did not do that. Well, I took things slower for me, I think. You flew to Portland. That was that was all set before I had COVID. But then you landed at midnight and then had to be somewhere at 7 a.m. and yes. then worked at 15 hours. I mean. But th- I didn't have any choice about those. I things. understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was like not slow, though. It was not slow, not by choice. But that was not slow. It's true. Yeah. I I, I flew back to I – had, I had shows in Portland Saturday and Sunday. Flew back Sunday night. Had a 7.30 a.m. call. It was exhausted. I was so tired. Then the next day after that, had a 5.30 a.m. call. But I did go to bed at 8 p.m. I mean... (laughs) Which I don't think I've done since I was a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... And then when you got there at 5.30, and then then you worked like... (laughs) 15... Worked till 10. 15 hours. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, you are going to be... But here's the thing. In between, so I was in two scenes on the long, the really long day, but they were at opposite ends of the day. So I was, right. I worked in the, in the beginning of the day. Yeah. Then I had like a five, six hour break. Uh huh. So sitting in the trailer in, uh, in my weird makeup <laughs> and I sat upright because I'm wearing like a thing on my head that I didn't want to mess up. Right. And I just like, wait, you, s- yeah. I would just like let my eyes. I, I sat on uh, a sort of, uh, it was like an L shaped sort of couch thing, right? Okay. So I could stretch out on the L, uh-huh. stretch my legs out, and then sit with my back up against the back of it. <laughs> and then I would just like close my eyes and like let the sleep happen because like they're going to come knock on the door at, when they need me. Sitting, sitting up, at, I was surprised at how well I was able to sleep. I mean, I've seen you sleep on a plane, so. You've seen me sleep on a plane. <laughs> Well, um, I know the makeup artist, Kat Bardot, and she Shout was like Kat. texting me and um, she was like, do you want to see your husband's weird makeup? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, he didn't send me like the picture of it. So right. I feel like you want me to see it when it comes out on Miracle Workers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I was like, I think I'm being like kept, you know, yes. in the dark on per- kind of on purpose. Yeah. I want you to see it when it's all together. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so she was like, okay. She was like, cool about it. Yeah. But she was like ready to be like, I have them all on my phone if you want to see. <laughs> I didn't know she was doing that. That's very sneaky. 
We have like a thing. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. I like her. And she works all the time. She's always she like does. on the cool stuff. Anyway. Kat yeah. also has a little dog named Hansel. Oh my God. He's like a little chihuahua. He's a million years old. I love him so much. <laughs> he like just slowly walks around the trail. Like the first day I didn't know he was there. Uh-huh. And then the second day he like He came appeared. out of like nowhere. Yeah. Or at the end of the first day he like appeared in the trailer. And I was like, when did this guy get here? <laughs> But he is, I, I posted a picture of him on my Instagram. He was adorable. All he wants to do is like lick you, like lick your hands, lick your legs. Stop it. I love that. I love dogs that do like pugs. Yeah. You know how like, have you ever been around a pug or like, have you ever been around a dog where you like put lotion on your legs and the dog wants to lick it off? No. Is that not good for, that's not good for them, right? I, I don't know. I've just been around dogs that have done what it. Are you being around who? Who? <laughs> What's this double life you're leading? I just been around a lot. Like I just live a life. Like things happen to me. I don't know how mm-hmm. to. I don't know how to explain it. But your things happen to you enough where you're saying like you know it's one of these observational things. You know how a dog will lick yes. the lotion off your legs. Yes. So it's happened more than once. Yes. Well, not in front of me, baby. Because you won't let us get a dog. <laughs> Okay. And I was really thinking about it a lot this week because I was having a really tough time with yeah. my anxiety. And I was like, would an emotional, you whatever. You support animal. And then I was like, or will it contribute to my anxiety? Because <laughs> sure, when I'm having like, like episodes it could be comforting, episodes. but then when I'm so having, having when I'm having one of my spells, it could be comforting. But if I'm adding a layer to my already uh, like overstimulated life, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm back into overstimulate. I mean, like yeah, sure, lockdown, COVID, that sort of like calmed the stimulation part, but <laughs> added the anxiety, you know, added yeah. the like apocalyptic part. And, but like now I'm back into the overstimulation stuff and I'm like, you added, you add a responsibility to that. Is that going to, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do see what you're saying. So, and I know like, I'm going to get like a lot of messages now that are like, no, it's not. It's I wonderful. Know. People, People who have dogs, and I understand why they want you to have a dog too, because they love their dog so much. Yes. And dogs, and look, dogs are great. Yes. Is this okay? It fell. The mic fell again. It is okay. Okay. No, but the thing is, is like, yes, we're going to have a dog when the overstimulation phase yes. of our lives are is in a different phase. Is that yes. fair we'll be, to say? We'll be old people with an old dog. Or do we want to get a young dog that's going to outlive us? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thought about d- the dog. Like, yeah. I haven't thought about that. Mm. I'm literally just like, I, there has to be a layer of uh, removed. Yes. Things have to calm down. Yes. I love to see an old, old man <laughs> with an old, old dog. It makes me smile so much. <laughs> that is really good. they're walking at the same pace. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. It's always like a little dog. <laughs> I really love it. I mean, I don't, we don't even have space for like a large appliance in our living 
space. So, do you know what I mean? We can't cram a Peloton in here. We can't have a wine fridge. <laughs> we can't even can have, have a KitchenAid mixer. We can't have a KitchenAid mixer. Like, where would that go? You know what's funny? We had I had a crock pot. Mm-hmm. Then that one Christmas, mm-hmm. you got me that Instapot. That's right. I had to give the crock pot to someone to make space for the Instapot. Right. Sorry, but then I didn't mean to interrupt. The Instapot you. does the things that the crock pot does. It does in a different way. Quality. <laughs> different quality. Uh, yes. I hear you. I like the Instapot a lot. Oh, God, I hope so. You know I love the Instapot. Because I'm getting you a new one every year. No. <laughs> what are you going to say? Model. I interrupted you. This one's got the interactive map. <laughs> um, I don't know. We were talking about dogs. Old man, old dog. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> no, but I feel like you were about to like bring something up. I mean, maybe I, I was. said we didn't have space. Maybe I wasn't. For we things. don't have space. I think we. I think we're there, honey. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that I. I don't think we missed anything. <laughs> um, I'm. I feel like apologizing. <laughs> Can right I remind? Now. I want to oh. remind listeners. Oh. We said it. We said it in the first <laughs> season, and I'll say it again. You get what you pay for. There's just a lot. I'm sorry for right now about this. Look, I I will be honest. We're not at our best right now. I'm exhausted. I'm literally like on the fence about like, do Releasing we do this? it to? Yes, do we do it tomorrow? No, we re- really. I already posted the picture. <laughs> I say we let it all hang out. This is it. This is it. We're gonna let. <laughs> this is it. Warts and all. And you know what? We'll put a note. We'll put a note in the in the in the description and say you get what you fucking. No, saying like, hey, fa- you know what? If something's boring, fast forward a little bit <laughs> and see if it, see if it got to a better place. Another thing is, I'm not drinking my traditional weekend water. You're not back on booze yet. The weekend water I'm drinking. Is a club soda. <laughs> You're having a La Croix? Um, I'm a hum <laughs> So let's talk about something meaningful. Like taking a break? That's not really meaningful. But it is something that we have to do. We'll be right back. Oh my God, we don't want to get something good in before the commercials. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I want to tell you about BetterHelp. Because they are sponsoring this episode. And, you know, I, I talk to someone, not all the time. It's like been on and off, but I've gotten a lot of benefit. <laughs> a therapist, dumb uh, okay, dumb. Okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> and the reason why it's very therapeutic to talk to someone is because we all universally experience overwhelm at times and i think it's fair to say paul and i are burned out so probably many other people are burned out too symptoms of that can include lack of motivation feeling helpless or trapped detachment fatigue and recording boring episodes of podcasts we associate burnout with work 
But that's not the only cause. Oh, really? Is that true? Because maybe society is crumbling? (laughs) Any of our roles in life can lead to us feeling burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Um, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Stay F. Homekins listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash homekins. That's betterhelp.com slash homekins. And I think I've demonstrated that we all need help with that commercial. One of the things I'm really sick of is people asking me, what is feels? For the last time, feels is a better way to feel better. Their premium CBD will keep your head clear and help you feel your best. CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, uh, by the way. Navigating the world of CBD can be complicated, and it feels they look to make the process as simple as possible so you can start feeling better sooner. Are you new to CBD? Yeah, you know me. Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through the discovery process if you're Canadian. No CBD, just the word process. Everything else is for everybody. No CBD is right for you. Feels hassle-free membership program is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It's that simple. Ship direct to your doorstep in only a few days. Feels is the new, natural, healthy, better way to feel better. Feels has been sponsoring our podcast for a while. I have used Feels again and again um, when I need to take the edge off, when I need to calm down a little bit, just to relax. It works like a charm. I cannot tell you uh, how much I appreciate having sometimes going to a high-stress situation and taking a little bit of Feels. I'm not high. I'm just calmer. Things are not throwing me. I'm not like, what are we going to do? So I recommend it for that. Even that alone would be enough. Uh, Join the Feels community. To get Feels delivered to your door every month, you'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel any time. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no hangover or addiction. Okay? I I want you to take this offer into your hearts. Pray on it if you need to. But this offer is here for you. Become a member of Feels and get 50% off your first order by using our code STAYFHOMEKINS. That is 50%, half by the way, off your first order with our code HOMEKINS. Feels, F-E-A-L-S. Feels. Green Chef, do 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 Green Chef, do 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 Yeah, it doesn't really work. Green Chef, sorry about that song. What is Green Chef? It's a CCOF certified meal kit company that makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're a keto, paleo, vegano, vegetarian-o, gluten-free-o, or just looking to eat more balanced, balanced meals, balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. With seasonal produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients, you can trust Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. 
Get access to unique farm-fresh ingredients like figs, dates, artichokes, plus sustainably sourced seafood. It's convenient and easy. Time-saving recipes packed with fresh produce and vibrant flavors help you make the most out of those long summer days. Summer nights! Green Chef saves you time by cutting down on weekly meal planning, prepping, and grocery shopping. Pre-measured and prepped ingredients come straight to your door, leaving you with more time to savor the sunshine. Green Chef's pre-made and pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices get you more chef-curated flavor in less time. And it's sustainable. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit and the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset. They offset 100% of their carbon footprint as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. With Green Chef, you're reducing your food waste by at least 25% versus grocery shopping. With Green Chef, you get premium ingredients and sustainably sourced seafood so you can feel great. Oh, that's a good vocal warm-up. Sustainably sourced seafood. So you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. We love Green Chef. We've enjoyed so many of the recipes. Man, that Greek burger we had that time, that was real good. Okay, you're nodding, but it's okay to say yes. All right, I'm going to call you to action, listeners. This is what I need from you. Go to greenchef.com slash homekins130 and use code homekins130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash homekins130. Use code HOMKINS130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. <laughs> We're back. Um, we just did ads. That was the last of my energy and strength. What? Are you for real? <laughs> Talking about Green Chef has put me in the ground. What? <laughs> I... I thought this was going to be like our like uh, second We're rally. Second yeah, win. yeah, 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 We're yeah, turn yeah. Our, our caps inside out and put them on backwards. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, you know, we got to keep the lights on. That's what that's all about. We have to keep the lights on. I wish we would get an ad, you know, for lights. <laughs> I wish lights would advertise with us. Um. Or like a service where they turn your lights on for you. The Shabaskoy? Shabaskoy? Yeah. What the fuck is that? The Shabaskoy, for, for Orthodox Jewish people, uh, I believe it's just Orthodox, Orthodox Jewish people, um, when it's the Sabbath, they can't use, li- they can't use electricity. Right. Uh, during certain times. I think certain holidays like or fri- like that. No, it's like Friday. It's to every Friday? So, um, I don't know. I mean- they have it's a, a really, <laughs> you said no pretty different. Well, I only, no, I don't know. Well, I only say that because in high school, uh, one of our classmates like would have to like walk or on f- right. Friday or whatever. And here's the thing. A Shabbos guy is somebody is a, is a non-Jewish oh, person right. who lives who nearby, can touch. hopefully yes. who can come in, turn your lights on or whatever, you know, that kind I'm of thing. impressed with your cultural vocabulary. I wish I knew all of the details, but obviously I don't. But that much I know. I am unimpressed with my own cultural vocabulary <laughs> in spite of being friends but what with a, an orthodox. Oh, I just Jewish thought, girl. like, first, my first thought was, what if that was a business? If you were in the Yellow Pages and you were like, call well, me no, like the Shabbosgoy. Like an Uber service. Yeah, AAA Shabbosgoy. Shuberskoy. 
Okay, so you're putting Uber in there. That's what I'm in the saying. Shabbos. Right, because you got an it's an app. Shabbos Goober. Shabbos Goober. Shabbos Goiber. Mm. Shabbos, Shabbos. It's Goiber. It's Goiber. <laughs> oh, okay. Goiber. 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 So you call Goiber and they come over and they do the lights. Are we being they do the culturally stove, insensitive with no, our app? We're not. We're look. We're trying to fill a need. But then I thought. Yes. Why would somebody do that? Because you can't. How do you know you can trust these people? Wait. Also, how are they going to order the goiber if they can't touch the? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But that's a good point. Oh wait, you order it in advance. Yes, you order it the day you before. You order it in advance. Yes. And you're like, the goiber is going to be here at three. But here's the thing. Here's what I thought of. <laughs> okay. What if the goiber is <laughs> a scam so it can case houses? Well, that can be anything. It could be anything, but this is my movie. Oh, because what write. you're saying is, wait a second, <laughs> I got it. What you're saying is, they case the house because they can't have the security alarm on. Well, they don't have to during the Sabbath. Like that's when they that's when they do it, the crime. Right, but I I bet like a lot of security alarms are just on a timer. Oh, you're right. But who knows? Because if, they, if you leave the house. <laughs> before the alarm is set, who knows? They probably, they, I'm sure there's ways around that. But the Goiber goes to case the house so they know if there's any valuables in there. Okay. And then they go back and steal. But then they cross the wrong person at one point. And then it becomes a movie of revenge. Okay. Of this Jewish person, this religious Jewish person who has hired the Goiber. Wait, what? And how they are going to get revenge on this guy, uh -huh. like take it Liam Neeson style. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But without using any. <laughs> Wait, so then it's like a Home Alone thing only with like contraptions. Exactly. Like a MacGyvered kind of yes, revenge. In the, in the Goiber's home. So it's a reverse Home Alone. Wait a minute. And then we find out. They were never practicing orthodox. It was all a ruse to entrap the goiber. But because why? they, because the goiber struck their friend's house. And this the person goiber is, struck their friend's is, house. Is this person even Jewish at all? No. <laughs> They're doing it to help, like their friend who is Jewish. So then they don't need. To, they can just do whatever. Because they're not Jewish. But they're not going to do whatever because they're entrapping Goiber. They're going to do it they're for their friend. They're doing it to friend. entrapping Goiber. I know, well, I know why they summon the Goiber. Yes. But then once, once they, uh, they enact the revenge, they don't need – they can use whatever they want. Do you see what I'm saying? Because they're not Jewish. Then they're Jewish. They can use a taser Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen. I got it. I'm saying it's I got time. It. They are practicing Jewish, Orthodox it, it's Jewish. It's time for they like a practicing. Hasidic taken. <laughs> well. Get Liam Neeson to have payas, have like the curly locks. No, we're not going <laughs> to cast Liam Neeson. We're going to cast the hot guy from. Um, Orthodox. Scheidel. Or, wait, what is it called? Uh, Steisel. 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 Yeah. The hot German guy. Mm. I think he lives in LA now. Oh, nice. You get we'll him. We'll have to welcome him to the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you get him, 
And that's your movie. He's like the next big okay. Taken star. What about I pitched you a movie, a short movie. I'm going to, I'm going to, the other night I pitched you and then you, I was like, are you still, are you still attached to my, <laughs> the movie that you attached me to? <laughs> yes. And you were like, I already forgot about it. <laughs> Which I did forget about it. Well, because you just said the title and I was like, I don't know what that- I did not just say the title. What did you say? I gave you the whole pitch of the movie. No, I'm saying you, no. When you asked me again, you said, are you still in for, and you said the title. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. I just, should I just, should I say? Yeah, why not? We have proof that we came up with this idea on way, this podcast. I'm copywriting my short film script right now. I call copyright. I'm basically. I hereby declare copyright. WGA, if you're listening, this is my pitch. WGA? More like WTF. <laughs> WGA? <laughs> Waga? Waga? Are you in the Waga? I'm in the Waga. Okay. Are you in Sage? <laughs> I'm in Sage. <laughs> I'm in the Union Sage. I'm also in Eighth Tray. I'm in Sage Eighth Tray. Sag after guys. We're being a little cheeky right now. We're just having fun with some insider terms. All right, here's what I pitched, Paul, y'all. Okay, this is the movie I want to make. And honestly, I don't mind that I'm pitching it on the air because it's <laughs> the kind of project that might end up like I might having might end up having like a seed and spark. Maybe some thing. investors are listening. Who knows? Or maybe some there's like if you know like some eccentric millionaires. Yes, or maybe you're like a producer, or maybe you're like you know a costume designer you want to get in on this or you have a vision okay mm -hmm. so this is all this all comes down to paul my esteemed co-host is quite the sensation on the service known as <laughs> God, Cameo. Cameo. Cameo is like, in case you don't know what it is, most people probably do, but just in case you don't know what it is, you can go on the website and if you're a fan of somebody's, you know, personality or per entertainment, yeah. what? Yeah. What <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> a right. <laughs> if you're a fan of someone, <laughs> you can like, <laughs> you know, what? I love Tom Cruise and I love his personality. You can commission your person to record like a special video salutation for yourself or for someone you love or, you know, just or like a boss. For birthdays. Yeah. And Father's Day. Anniversaries. Father's Day Father's coming, coming up. I got a few Father's Day requests. Yeah. No, I was like, I was like, you got to run like a special, remind mm -hmm. people. Okay. So Paul's been doing cameo and he's doing it with his own, you know, special creativity. Yes. Basically what I do is you don't give me any details. You can tell me if it's like a birthday or something, but I will just make up what the occasion is <laughs> and I will just like riff like a weird little uh, story. It's like, it's like, like an improv. Yeah, it's improv. It's like comedy. It's like a little little micro comedy. Micro comedy yeah. for your friend or yeah, your yeah, loved yeah. one or yourself. Yeah. So anyway, so he's been working on Cameo and it's been kind of like this fun thing. And it got me thinking. And I have this idea for a comedic short film. And it's called 
the final cameo. You know, like the final cameo. Oh, I didn't know that's what you had Anyway, so okay, so it's sort of like a modern, a modern um, homage, if you will, to um, remember Misery. It was like a Stephen King novel, and like Kathy Bates was like this guy's like biggest fan, number one fan, number one fan, and she took it too far, (laughs) like to the point where she held him hostage and like injured him or whatever. So like, so I'm gonna play like the sort of Kathy Bates type character to Paul's um, James Paul F. Tompkins Z. Was it you're you're you sort of you're like a Paul F. Right, but if you're Kathy Bates, do you know? I get what you're saying, (laughs) but you're like a version. Are you actually going to play Kathy Bates? (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting wrinkle. No. In this short film, Kathy Bates takes a comedian hostage. <laughs> so basically, like, so basically, I'm like his biggest fan. And so I hire him for his cameo. And then I don't know what he says in his cameo. He says something to me that like turns a switch on in me where I think he's like really speaking to me. Like he's saying he wants to be with me somehow in this comedic message, which mm. is so not that. And so then, so I end up like, then he like, wait, in the movie, do I do cameos the way that I do them in real life? Yeah. I don't think it should be that. But we're cross promoting your cameo talent. Yeah, I know. Am I playing myself in this? You're playing like a comedian who is in his fifties, who does comedy. (laughs) <laughs> Fine. That's the second descriptor. He can be in his forties. But I'm saying I think it's I think it's better if it's a regular style cameo that this person, your character, gets too reads too much into. But w- there's a reason why it has to be the non regular style because mm. this there's the second part of it. Okay. That I'm about to tell you. Right. So I don't remember this, but okay. Okay. Well, what happens is I drug you. Mm-hmm. I show up at one of your shows and I like, you know, make something for you mm-hmm. and you eat it and you <laughs> and you <laughs> pass out. Of course. You and, me. and then I take you mm-hmm. into my lair. Mm-hmm. And then um you wake up mm-hmm. and you're bound. Right. <laughs> and I have now your phone. Because I held it up to your think face. I knew this part? Or is there another thing that I Yes, don't... there's a second part. Okay, all right. So, like, uh, you're bound. Yes. And so, like, I have your phone, and I hold it up to your face, and it unlocks your phone. Right. And Classic. I don't want anyone to suspect that you're gone. So I'm still, like, I'm the one, like, holding the cameo. Like, I've got the phone in front of you. Yeah. And I'm forcing you to do cameos. Right. And you're telling the world that, like, you have been like taken hostage and all this mm. stuff in the cameos that I'm holding up while your arms are tied. No one me. And people think it's a bit. They think it's, it's a boy who cried That's wolf. what I was this trying to tell you when I pitched it to you the okay. other night, and then you forgot the whole gist I of the did forget movie. That part of I did forget that part. Of it. I remembered misery with cameos. That's what I remembered. <laughs> the final cameo. The final cameo. And then, um, and then, um. I make you so upset and sick and hurt that you <laughs> <laughs> that you do die. 
What? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then like, and this is like, I pitched this to my friend Casey Mm -hmm. and then Casey helped me with the ending Mm -hmm. is that, um, you die Mm -hmm. and there, we have a funeral Mm -hmm. and everyone thinks that is a bit right. And they're waiting for you to come out. Do I die on camera in a cameo? Well, now that you say that out loud, right? obviously you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to take over and be like, um, I'm Paul's assistant and I'm sorry to say he passed away. Um, there will be a memorial service, blah, blah, blah. It was natural causes. And then... <laughs> I wasn't here when it happened. How did I die? Did you kill me? Well, obviously I've been like holding you. Yes, like accidentally though okay that's what i'm asking oh wait though in misery yeah i think okay yeah i think we have like uh but no because if you did die on the camera i'm gonna work this out a little okay. bit more but here's what's no yeah i kill you mm-hmm. on I, purpose yeah okay that makes it better that's better yeah because it's more scary it is more scary although there's something about you if you kill this guy by accident there's something to that too. I don't know. I don't know. It's worth talking about. We don't have to get into it. We, In we should talk about this off mic. This is a short comedy horror film. This is not a feature length. This is a short comedy horror film that I would like to write and and not direct. I want to be in it. Or maybe I would direct it and maybe I would cast... Kathy Bates. That would be a big get, actually. Oh, so you wouldn't be in it. You would just No, I want to be in it. Kathy Bates would never do this. (laughs) She went to the same drama school I went to, only not in the same decade. If you mention that, it'll probably get her. I don't think she would do it. Hey, Kathy, would you be interested in (laughs) doing a funny misery? Doing a a a sort of, you know, spoof of the thing that you did a million years ago, (laughs) but you did win an Oscar for it. So would you like to tarnish that memory? She won the Oscar, didn't she? Yes, yes, I think she did. I think she did. Right? She did. I want to look it up real quick. But supporting that lead, though, right? Maybe that's how she got. Oh, wow. That would be weird if she was. No, they mess with those categories all the time. I know they do, but that's too too big a part to be supporting. Usually it's like they give you, like Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs, one for best actor, even though he was a smaller part. Yeah. I mean, a small role that was like the whole movie. <laughs> anyway, I didn't know I want to be in it because, um, because it would be fun. Yeah, like there's like more meta funniness she of won me. For, misery in 1991. for best actress or supporting best actress. Okay, um, who'd she beat? Who'd she beat? I don't know. <laughs> okay, Alexa. Who did Kathy Bates no, beat? No. Okay. What? Okay. Thank you. Alexa, hush. Okay, fine. All I know is I got to get to work on. She beat. Yes. Angelica Houston for the Grifters. Okay. Meryl Streep, Postcards from the Edge, which we just watched for the first time. Oh, uh, yeah, because we saw our friend Sam Pancake in that one person show. Called Postcard. What was it called? Pancakes. Pancakes from, from the, the edge. edge. She beat Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. I mean, look, I'm a I loved Pretty Woman, but really? Yeah. And I she mean, beat Don't you remember though when he snapped the box and then she laughed? 
I do remember that because duh. And but she also like, beat Joan Woodward for Mr. and Mrs. Bridge. I've never seen that one. Nor, uh, you know what? I can't say that. I think I did see it and I've forgotten everything. It's her and Paul Newman. I don't think I saw Grifters. I think I saw a minute or two of it and I was like, I don't know about these vibes. Uh, I saw Grifters and liked it. You did? When it came out. Yeah. Is it, who, is it, it's not like a Coen Brothers. No, 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 no. Because then I would no. have liked it. Was it was based on a James M. Kane novel, I believe. Okay. I believe. John Cusack, you got Annette Benning, you got Angelica Houston. I mean, that is a really good cast. We should That's try a great... wa- we should try Speaking watching. Speaking of it. Annette Benning, she was in postcards from the edge. So she was in two right. movies. Uh, I mean, she only had like a tiny little And she was in uh, Death on the Nile. Enough champagne to fill the Nile. That we did the watch alone. Anyway, I'm just saying, like, I have big plans and Hollywood doesn't know what's coming. I yeah, just I need energy and time to write all my projects <laughs> because I have another pitch I want to take. I have not just the pilot that I wrote last year, blah, 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 but I have a series pitch that I just started on. That's right. And I want to work on that and I want to get our short film. I think we could shoot it in like a cabin. Like, see, it could be oh, like kind of like, in the cabin. do you see what I'm saying? Like, it could... Also, do I get to lay down? Because that's the dream of any actor. Well, you're bound. Yes, but I'm in a bed. Well, I have to prop you up for the cameos when I hold the... I could be in a chair, but if it's a comfortable chair, then great. Oh, wait. I think it'd be kind of funny if I strapped you... Like, okay, you're in a bed, mo- chained to the mm-hmm. bed. But then when it's time for cameos, you're on one of those like long boards where you're like strapped around like a mummy and I like tip you up right. That reminds me of Hannibal Lecter as well. Well, we got a little bit of homage. That's what I'm saying. How about this? How about this? Uh, So there's a lot of comedy that I'm doing cameos where (laughs) I'm saying, please help me. I'm trapped. This woman has abducted me. And so people think it's a bit, they like it for a while. And so briefly, your star rises. The cameo goes up, right? Okay. More people are ordering cameos, but then people get tired of it because it's like he's just doing the same thing over and over again. And then there's no more cameos. <laughs> so that's why it's the last wait. Cameo. I have like an even. And it makes you your character gets disgusted because it's like nobody cares about you anymore. Wait, yes, and that's why I poison you, and you yes. die on the cameo. That's how I do it. Yeah. But then Wait. there has to be one last person. Wait, I have the way I have the way to do it. I have the black okay. mirror ending. Okay. It's the black mirror ending. So then there's your funeral and people think you're gonna show up. This is oh my god, this is so good. And this is like so like I just got chills actually. I just fucking got chills. <laughs> this is so fucking good. Okay. Okay. So okay. So um I hate that your star is going down. Mm-hmm. And you won't give it up. You won't do like happy cameos anymore. Mm-hmm. So like I have to get rid of you. So I poison you and you die on your last cameo, the final cameo. Okay. Right. Then I go on your cameo page and I, that's when I say, um, you know, my name is Kathy. People Bates. call me Kathy B. <laughs> Because there were three Cathy's in my in my middle school, and they just stuck. My name is Katie Boots. 
Um, I'm. That's got to be the name. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, um, I'm his assistant, and um, it's so sad he passed away of natural causes, and there's going to be a funeral. Yeah. And so people like start flooding, you know, like flooding online, this and that. Yeah. They show up at your funeral. They think it's a bit. They think it's a bit. You don't show up, but I speak at your funeral, and I'm like, it's not a bit. But he wanted to say how much he loved all of you, and then people start people like me, and then then I become a cameo star. I think you see it what I'm saying? Yes, I don't. I think it doesn't need to be that people think my death is a bit. I think they take it seriously and they all show up. You know what I mean? And then I sinisterly. And then everyone likes you. And then I Same sinisterly thing. say, he would want your he would want you to have your cameo. And then I start doing the cameos, like as if I'm you. No, you're not doing the cameos <laughs> for me. You're doing people want you stealing, as yourself. I'm siphoning your. Oh, you're saying I, yes, da- they, I dazzle. They fall in love with I you. I dazzle. You dazzle, and they fall in love with you, and then you become a star in cameo. The most requested. Gotta get a cameo from Katie Boots. <laughs> this is so fucking good. It's it's pretty good. No one can take this, please. I just copyrighted it. You're on notice. If you try to take this, we'll fucking play this in court. I've got union. I've got Saj Aftra. We're both and Saj Wugga. Aftra and Wuga, and we're in Wuga. <laughs> w G A S A G Aftra Sag Aftra Aftra. Did you Aftra. <laughs> What if that was like, like my Archie new? Bunker. What if I was like, <laughs> I was like, what if I was like, I just like wanted to have like a vocal affectation mm-hmm. and, and like that, I just like started doing it. Like, and I was like, oh, I, yeah, I'm a member of SOG Aftera. Do you know that the grocery chain where I grew up in Philadelphia was yeah. called Acme? Acme. But a lot, ACME. ACME. But a lot of us would refer to it as the Acme. The Acme. Like athlete. Like how we used to call the Piggly Wiggly the pig or like. But I'm saying they're not giving it a nickname. Oh, it's the way they say it. Yes. They put in an extra syllable. It doesn't need to be there. Mm, the Acme. Acme. Athlete. Okay. I like that. Okay. What can I do with that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you another example mm-hmm. for your new vocal affectation, which I think is a winner. Yeah, I can be like Johnny Depp in that trial. Struck <laughs> me on the jaw. I mean, what was going on let's there? Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> what was going let's on? Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> I'm we not going to talk get in, about mixed it. up in that world? No, I don't want to get mixed up in that world, but but there was a funny vocal. Oh, he sounds ridiculous. <laughs> He sounds like a clown. With his, he sounds ridiculous. I mean, you know, whatever. Whatever. People are funny. That's the truth, honey. People are funny, and people need love. People are people are funny. They better knock it the fuck off. They need, but they also, also they, need love. They need love, and people need. Um, communication and we need to stop being so you know I know what I sound like right now (laughs) I know what I sound like 
I'm just saying it's on my it's it's like top of mind all yeah, of it's like my obsession right now. Of course. It's my obsession. It's a really it's your obsession. It's my obsession. People need love. I just, I just don't, I, it's like, I feel burdened on like how to, how to solve it because I want us, if we all feel burdened on how to solve it, mm-hmm. I feel like then we don't have to be burdened on how to solve it anymore. Cause we fucking solved it. Yeah. Does yeah, that yeah, make yeah. sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel very, um, I'm feeling very despairing lately and it's hard to get out of it vis-a-vis this country and the world. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm just very frustrated and I don't know what the answers are, but I just know that I'm frustrated. I'm sure people were hoping I talked about the here the January sixth hearing. It premiered last night. Was there any today? No. When do they come back? When is it when is the next season of it? Well this is kind of fun. So um turns out Paul and I are headed to Vegas. Las Vegas, that is. Lost wages. Have fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fun, because lost, you gamble your wages. money away. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And wages wages are money that you get for a job. So um, we're, I'm going to see my dad. Uh, he's on a, like a long he's layover. He's got a show with two tigers. <laughs> it's wild. He's got a long layover. So I'm meeting up with my dad and um, and my stepmom too. And, like, and so um, we're going to be there um, in the next hearing. Is Monday morning cuckoo double cuckoo double cuckoo all the way because we were so like long on those commercials <laughs> could barely get them out so like so like we're there Monday and that's when the next hearing is and it just so happens it's going to be seven a.m. our time wow seven a.m. yeah dang well a lot of times they'll have like hearings at ten. You know, yeah. and like I'll get up early to sure. watch. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, obviously, I guess I'll take my earbuds because you're probably not going to want me turning it up in the hotel room at seven a.m. if you're not awake yet. No, I might. Do we leave on Sunday? Yes. Yeah. I mean, so it'll I, be Monday I, morning. I, I do want to see that coverage. Yeah. Oh, you mean you want to um, witness history in the making? Is that what you mean? Yeah, whatever that history may be. The record. Maybe I'll see my old writing partner. <laughs> the real record. Oh my god, you've not spoken about that. No, have you? No, not not directly, but I don't need to. <laughs> Should we do recommendations? Well, I don't mind starting with mine because mine are all about January. Like, oh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, 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 uh. I got myself ready. Mm-hmm. I got myself informed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a steely-eyed gaze toward mm-hmm. the truth. And I'm going to keep calm and carry the fuck on. Mm-hmm. I recommend Will Be Wild. It's a podcast. Helps you sort of get some of the human stories of this. Is it like is it a history of this? It's, it's, it's interviews with people? Is that what it is? Yes, it's a docu cast. Docupod. Docupod. Podu. Poducast. See, <laughs> that could be part of your affectation. Poducast. I was listening to this podcast. Oh, I was listening Scott, to this podcast. I, I want you to do this. Uh, I want you to just insert extra syllables into things. A podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I feel like I just like that is a. <laughs> <laughs> 
much. You guys. <laughs> um, so anyway, so um, so yeah, we'll be wild. Do, if you have Paramount Plus, there was a docu-series that um, came out at the beginning of the year called Indivisible. And um, it's a... It's a difficult watch. Mm-hmm. However, if you want to understand um, how these terror groups formed and why they formed and when they formed, mm-hmm. like you got to know your history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of it kind of allows you to to understand like what's mm-hmm. going on. Um and it's all like if you're a social justice warrior of any stripe, I think that this is very important to watch and understand and pay attention to because nothing that you want to happen is going to happen if we don't have elections anymore. Yeah. And it's all related. It's all related to the the massive gun violence. It's mm-hmm. all related to the racial divisions. Mm-hmm. It's all related to like misogyny it's all connected okay Mm -hmm. and so anyway indivisible is quite good it's upsetting because you know our country's history is fucking upsetting right you know um and that got me ready for the hearings and then i was you know obviously read all the stuff in the times all the the stuff laid out i've Mm -hmm. got certain thinkers i follow on twitter i've got certain lawyers i listen to on my podcasts you know, I love my sisters in law mm-hmm. podcasts. Well, I like that one in particular because one of the um lady lawyers on it um was part of Watergate. Mm-hmm. You know, Jill Weinbanks yeah. was part of Watergate. And so like What you, when you say she's part of Watergate? She was like a lawyer yes, in she Watergate. Was, she <laughs> she didn't break in. <laughs> she didn't break in. Yeah. And um, it's just like helping me like contextualize like processes, law, mm-hmm. politics. You know, we are so like vocal about our politics right now. And we're like, so-and-so needs to do this. And they could just make it done with one stroke of a pen. And that's not really the truth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I see that. And I know, like, I, I'm not calling you out because I know you were, like, poking fun about the executive order stuff. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know if I, I was poking fun, but I was, I'm also frustrated. I'm frustrated. I, okay. I, I don't want to sidetrack us, but I want to, I'd like to say this that I did a thread after the, the Valde shooting, um, when, Immediately, the response from uh, the people in power was, you got to vote so we can change this. Mm -hmm. And that was very frustrating to me. I understand. That was very frustrating to me. Emotions were high. Yes. Emotions are high. And and when the president of the United States himself, I know that he's not a king. I know that he can't just do whatever the fuck he wants. But when you have the, the the person that people call the most powerful person in the world says, when are we going to do something about this? It's frustrating. And so I did like a long, you know, satirical thread that was part of my frustration. Mm-hmm. I understand why some people were really bothered by it because it looked like a thing that they're used to hearing from other people. That was not my intention. And I'm going to let it stand because 
more people, I think, got it than didn't Mm -hmm. and shared my frustration. Mm -hmm. I just want to let you know, I've said more about the idea that you should vote. I've never said you shouldn't vote. And by the way, you you actually voted the same week. I've been voting voting in elections since I was old enough to vote in elections. Yes. And I've only gotten more into voting in, um, uh, you know, every election, like as I've, as I've gone through life, you Mm -hmm. know, and especially in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. where there's, um, you know, as it is in in a lot of places, there's a lot of shit that needs to change. Mm -hmm. We're going through an elect through, uh, you know, we just had a primary, um, uh, recently in this fucking Rick Caruso guy, you know, essentially, essentially wants to buy the city of Los Angeles uh, for himself. He's a billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire, and it's bad news. So, um, so we're, we're I, I, supporting I, a, our system yeah. is our system is fucked up. It's going to take a lot of work to unfuck it to make it more fair. There's yes. so much gerrymandering that goes on. Yes, I the electoral college is a real fucking bummer. Um, you know, but just because I just want to say that just because you express frustration with something Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you are against that thing. I think you got ratioed only because... I didn't get ratioed, by the way. Oh, you didn't? No, I did not. Oh. I just got a lot of replies. I thought people were like, quote, tweeting you and being like, this piece of shit. There were a few people, yeah. That's the thing. It's like people were were very vitriolic as they were were, uh, talking to me because... I think they thought I was saying something that I wasn't saying. I think they thought you were saying something that you weren't saying because they, were, they don't they, follow your voice. They exactly. I got retweeted. They're probably in their not feed. even like following exactly. you. This is the first thing they've ever heard me say. Yes. They assume that you're a dick. that I'm saying yeah. voting doesn't matter. It's useless. Blah 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 blah. Voting is very complicated. Obviously, people have fought and died for this right. There's a lot of people who still can't vote properly because of the place they live is gerrymandered to shit. And they make it, there's still people in this day and age making it very challenging for those people to vote. I'm not saying voting doesn't do anything. I'm expressing frustration at the idea, similarly with Joe Biden, when the people in power are saying, this is on you and you need to do more. But can I just say something? And I'm not trying, I'm just playing devil's advocate. And I'm, this is not a Biden defense. No. In any way, shape, or yeah, form. Yeah. Because, you know, whatever. My, it's I do believe and it is frustrating to hear that Mm -hmm. because like no one's like abolishing the filibuster no one's expanding the court no one you know what I'm saying Um, but it truly is on us and this country is like the the turnout the turnout absolutely and it's a double-edged sword because the result of my complaining about Joe Biden or complaining about the just vote message from the people in power yeah they automatic the people that are upset at me automatically assume I'm that's going to depress the vote. It's going to hurt Joe Biden when in fact maybe it will stir more people. First of all, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to like rally anybody. But the other consequence could be that more people like me that you know want things to be different that have dutifully voted in every election. Yeah. Maybe more progressive candidates get voted into office. Maybe this maybe this encourages people to not just vote for the math, but vote for uh, an actual change passion, that they want to see. Someone they're passionate about. Yes, exactly. Someone that they feel like connected to. Exactly. Someone that they feel like 
you know, yes. actually look, understands again. I'm not a different I, path. I am not positing myself as some kind of like rabble rouser. I'm not. I'm not saying like. Hey, everybody, listen to me because I have a lot of followers. People are like, this is your message to people. Well, you're it's being like, irresponsible or something. This is me yelling into the wilderness. This is what it is. Yes. It's not. And so you don't know what effect that's going to have any more than I do. And so you want to you want to tell me that, oh, this is bad. You can't criticize Joe Biden when he can't do anything because it's going to make people despair and they won't vote. Like, how the fuck do you know? Maybe they'll vote for somebody better. You know what I mean? I think the problem wasn't necessarily like the message it was the way that the message was delivered because if he said you got to vote or whatever that sounds pathetic what he should have said would should have been more elegant of like you know with like like increased engagement we can overturn you know the these ridiculous laws that are putting us yeah, in yeah, peril yeah. and kind of like inspire people to to be comp- active versus versus I, I know do you know what i would like to see is i'd like to see all the responsible gun owners i'd like to see Th- them some all of them are. what's that i sorry i didn't mean to cut you off some of them are i think i know what you're about to say the the democrats should be getting these people on tv Every fucking chance they get, and they should be saying, you want to know what the problem is? These people have ties to the NRA, and that's what the problem is. The NRA has a lot of money, and they, they spend a lot of money. They should be saying, here's the problem. It's these people. Again and again and again. I mean, and not saying like, well, I don't want to abuse executive orders. Like, nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah, but executive orders aren't going to do shit. I don't care. I don't care. Do it. Yeah. It'll get repealed. Do it anyway. Joe Biden is not going to be a two-term president. That's not going to happen. I fucking hope he doesn't run. You don't think he's going to run? He shouldn't have run this time, but he, he did. I I didn't mind that he ran this time because the moment was the moment. The whatever the moment was, like whatever that was that we needed. The to- moment was people wanted to go back to the status quo, and they wanted like a regular old president no, who doesn't like who doesn't say rude shit. But we're in a fearful time. We are in a fearful time. And there time. was an authoritarian figure and Biden on whatever the problematic whatever this or that with Biden, he had a recognition from the Obama yeah, I know. Machine, and, and hey, that was I the know moment. why he did it. I know no, but why, that's why he did he it. Was elected, I think, by he seven was, million more. He was elected. Be- he was. We're saying the same thing. He was elected because we're not talking about why he was elected. We're talking about why he ran. Whatever. He ran because he wanted to run. He always wanted to be president, and he's like, "This is my chance." If he hadn't run, what would the? I mean, like. I don't know what the outcome would have been. Who, who knows? We'll never know. I know. We'll never know. For as many people who are like, he, Bernie was never going to win. Elizabeth Warren was never going to win. Whatever. It's like, we don't, we don't know what would have happened. Also. It was a risky also, moment. Also, also, risk- let me say this. The people that are saying to me, your dumb tweets are affecting the election. <laughs> right. It's like, well, when are you going to get behind somebody? Like, if it's vote blue, no matter who or whatever. Were you going to vote? Who are the people that weren't going to vote for this? For Bernie? For Warren? For whoever? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This this cut that cuts both ways. It cuts both ways. Well, also maybe uh, like, and it was inexcusable the way that they were engaging with you. Mm -hmm. I I thought because it wasn't. It was fine. It wasn't productive though. It wasn't productive, but 
Look, every, I got. I you got, pushed a button. I got to do my little thing. They got to do their little thing. It's fucking Twitter. You know I hated what I mean? it. I didn't like it. I didn't like any of it. And I wasn't trying to call no, you I out. Didn't, I, no, I know you weren't trying to call me out. I didn't like it either. It was a bummer. And it was a bummer too that like you took it there when maybe like you shouldn't have in in that week because people were like. Oh, I I thought it was a bummer. I was talking about how it was a bummer for me. No, it was a bummer. (laughs) I'm not saying what I did was a bummer for other people. That's that's for them to decide. I mean, it was a bummer for you, but like if you hadn't put it out there, it wouldn't. Yeah, of course. I'm not blaming. I'm not being like you did this. What I'm saying is it was a particularly. uh, Yeah, I know. I know. But but because it was a particularly uh, yeah. bad time, I know that's why I did it. That's in the why first you place. needed to off gas. That's, that's where I that's was where feeling. you were going. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Exactly. And you should be able to say whatever you want. I, yeah. I just but because you have a big platform, people fucking say it's shitty stuff, and I don't like to see it I, personally. I mean, like the big platform thing is like, I just can't believe that when you see the engagement that my regular tweets get, like just jokes or whatever, yeah. I don't think I'm reaching all 1.2 million people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those people that li- people listen to in that way. You know what I mean? Right. I don't have a cult like presence in the way that like a Joe Rogan does or something. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, and that's like, I get it. But these people don't know who I am. They don't fucking know who I am. They see the blue check and they just equate you. I don't even have the blue check anymore. Oh, that's right. You covered your blue check. I just think it's shitty. It would be much worse if I still had the blue check. It would be worse. Yeah, it would have been worse if you had the blue check. And I also think like, well, like what was so crazy is in the full thread, like people were like, he's not saying that. He's not saying that. And like, yeah. they clearly didn't read. No, some the people got thread. it. Yes. No, they, the people that were shitty, yes. were, they didn't read. Yeah, the full yeah, yeah. Thread No, I'm saying some people, some people in the comments got what I was saying and, 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 you know, other people did not. And they thought they just, they just, I get it. I, I get it because it looks like something they've seen before, but what the, the thing they've seen before is literally people saying, and they're not, they're not like couching it in a joke. They're saying voting is useless. Don't vote. There's no point to it. Mm-hmm. And because it looked like that, I get why oh, it looked I like that to them. Saying. I see what yes. you're saying. They thought it was that. Yeah. Which I fucking hate when people say shit like that. Yeah. I get nihilism. I get it. Here's the thing. We're all fucking human. But th- this is what I have also come to, come to realize. Even though I vote and I will continue to vote. I will never not vote. I, Even if- I have to understand that the the cynicism that some people have gotten to the conclu- the cynical conclusion they have reached mm-hmm. is that voting is ineffective it's all rigged you know blah 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 i i that's not like a crazy thing to think because our country is built on stuff like that. Do right. you know what I mean? Well, it is the system. We can't pretend that's not in the there. system is archaic. The that's system the is problem. archaic and it's exploited. It, it's, it's archaic. It's archaic. Isms <laughs> are exploited by people with bad motives. You Correct. Know, who, people want to stay in power. But they don't think that about themselves because they no, think. No, of course not. They think know, they're preserving their way for, of life. It, well, or they think, well, there are holes in the system and, and if there are holes in the system, this is legally allowed to do. That's exactly right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's there's just justifi- they think there's justifications for everything, and you know, I I get so I, although I think that the more people that vote, the more we can make it mean something. I agree. I get why people get so frustrated and so downtrodden. I don't. I get I, it, but I don't understand not voting, and I'll tell you why. Not only is it insulting mm-hmm. 
to the privilege and the right to yeah, do so it. Yeah, the people that are not able to do it, which was pointed out to me many times. But it is effortless mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of those people that say they aren't voting yeah, yeah, yeah. are the kind of people that can walk, that can get a ballot in the mail and stick it in the mail. Absolutely. Look, we still have a, we still have a popular vote and an electoral vote. Even though the electoral vote has fucked us so many times. Yes. We've still gone and voted. You know what I mean? Knowing that there's this fucking, this ridiculous system. This fluky ass fucking system. Yes, that does not That is reflect, not democracy. That does not reflect what the country is like now versus what it was like during powdered wig times. You know, uh, anyway, I did not mean but to get off on this tangent. We're I'm okay. I'm actually okay with it. I know you are. You love to talk about it. I like to have meaningful conversations. I know you do. I know. And I think people tune in sometimes for that. I, okay, I agree, but I, I'm, I feel like I'm going on too long about this, and I know that I sound defensive and uh, upset, and so I don't want to... I don't think you sound defensive and upset. I think you sound wow. passionate and intellectually honest about... I'm trying to be. I mean, you know... You know I don't think that. Yeah. Here's what I think. This episode has something for everyone. It truly does. Because we've got like boring talk. Yeah. Do you like, are you trying to fall asleep? <laughs> the first half of the episode is perfect for you. Do you like dumb pitches? Second half good. <laughs> Do you like meaningful conversations about the state of the universe? That too, and if you like, do you hate listening to this, and you want to yell, you want to yell at your fucking phone. This is for you. If as well. you hate listen to this, um, and you're gonna say something, just send it to stayofhomekins at gmail dot com, and don't be a fucking coward. Yeah, just write to us directly. Don't put it on wherever. Don't be subtle about it. Just write to us directly and say, I don't like you guys. I don't want tweeters or whatever. Stayofhomekins at gmail dot com. Yeah. Okay. Look. Um, my recommendation is a podcast called Three Bean Salad. <laughs> Three Bean Salad. What's that jingle? Three Bean Salad. Is it to the tune of something else? No. No, it's an original. Yeah. Nice. Well, I don't want to pay any copyright fees. That's right. So I you just can't get us as cap <laughs> as a cap <laughs> as a cap as so this, a cap. This podcast is uh, hosted by. I discovered it through uh, the TV show Taskmaster, which I've recommended. Oh, on the yeah, show. you love it. This one guy, Mike Wozniak, I fell in love with. Um, uh, uh, because he's, look, he's a comedian who wears, he has a mustache and he wears suits. Is he related to the creator of the laptop? He's not. That I know of. <laughs> but so through exploring. Do people call him Woz? I don't know if people do. Not on this podcast. Okay. So because of him, I found out about this podcast, which is him and two other comedians, uh, Henry Paker and Benjamin Partridge. And it's it's kind of like freedom. Okay. In that it's three friends just talking about stuff. Oh, my God. Except they're supportive of each other and they don't cut each other off constantly. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like you're like, it's like, it's like a bizarro freedom. Well, here's the, it is in a way because they have more structure. They have a topic. That is submitted by a listener, and then they talk about that topic. So they talk about obviously they tell stories from their lives or whatever. Yeah. But they they talk about uh, a topic each week. That's cute. It's really funny. I enjoy it so much. 
Um, I started listening from season one. I believe they're in their fourth season now. Um, so I don't, I don't, I think I only have like a handful of episodes left before I'm all caught up. But Three Bean Salad, very funny podcast. Um, I love those recommendations. Oh, I also want to recommend The Baby on HBO Max. Oh, yeah, I'm not watching that, which is a wild show. It's like a horror comedy. I should be watching it since I'm going to make a horror comedy. Exactly. The titular baby is very cute. And the reaction shots of the baby. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's almost, funny to me every single time. Do you think they were like inspired from like uh, Mandalorian? Because everyone loves uh, <laughs> like Grogu. And they're like, that we've got to find a way to like have a thing where there's like Everybody a baby shot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be funny if that were the truth. <laughs> um, I want, I'm not recommending... But if anyone has watched the Deep End docuseries on Hulu, first of all, trigger warning, Mm -hmm. trigger warning. It's very emotionally disturbing. It's about this guru person that I'd never fucking heard of. I just started it. It's four episodes. It is a ride. I want it right now. I'm going to make you watch it. I might watch it. Yeah. Because I need to talk. Maybe I'm now who's the guru. I want to issue a blanket warning. Don't trust gurus. Anybody who calls himself a guru or is referred to as a guru. Yeah. Steer clear of that person. I don't want a guru. No. And I don't want to be a guru. (laughs) I would like to be my own guru. You don't want to be Be a guru. Be your own guru. Be your own guru. This guru, is the way Guru Guru He was a sort of Guru character A Guru uh, Don't trust Gurus um, They're bad business There's more bad ones Than there are good ones <laughs> I mean Look Richard Simmons was a Guru He was a fitness Guru He was? People called him that I'm sure He was entertaining He was entertaining He had wonderful energy right. Like he had like Joyous energy Remember that podcast Where it was like What happened to Richard Simmons And it turns out He just wanted you To leave him the fuck alone <laughs> I know <laughs> I know Not that, As I'm listening to it I'm like I don't think it's a big mystery I think this guy Doesn't want anyone To bother him <laughs> I know Alright We uh. should wrap this up <laughs> Guys Thank you for listening Sorry this got I don't know I, I don't, It is what it is you Every know what episode it, Can I just say mm-hmm. I wanted to apologize when I was talking about my symptoms. Exactly. But now I feel like this episode was fire. This one was a real fire. 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 <laughs> this one was a roller coaster for sure. And you know what? You got some really long commercials where we don't <laughs> say things straight away. It's a really long commercial where we don't say things straight. We say them kind of stumbly exactly. and stuff. Exactly. It's real. It's raw. It's, it's what's happening real. now. It's fucking real. It's authentic. <laughs> Muy authentico. All right. Thank you very much for listening. We're stayofhomekins at gmail.com if you want to write to us. We are stayofhomekins on, on Twitter. Do we ever go on Twitter? I do. I check and that Twitter all the time and really? I retweet those tweets. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Uh, we are on Twitter. And I look at the Instagram engagement. Twitter and Instagram at Stay of Homekins. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next month. And until then, stay, stay safe, stay, stay sane, 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 and sane. Stay... <laughs> Wait, okay. Stay safe. Stay safe. Uh, it's got to be in the middle, I feel stay like. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay sedane. Okay, we got it now. Stay. Stay sedate. Stay sedane. And stay strong. Stay strong. <laughs> <laughs>